Welcome back from the break, Jason. Hey. It's good to see you. It's good to see you, too. It's good that you're in my basement again. I feel like there's so much happened to us in between recording the last episode or live episode, episode 56. I don't know where to start. Yeah. I don't know where to go with it. All I know is I got something for Christmas that I actually wanted. What was that? Uh, Guns and guns. Or no, I didn't get guns. I got ammunition and batteries. I always ask for ammunition and batteries. This is the first year in like forever that I actually got ammunition and batteries. So Nice. Thanks to my uh, soon-to-be brother-in-law who actually my my sister got engaged over the break. So That's awesome. I'm looking dude. I'm looking forward to welcoming uh my new future brother-in-law into the family and um hey, don't 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 make me mad. Don't cross me. Yeah. <laughs> and he could start by having that nacho bar at their wedding that you keep insisting. <laughs> That's like to me. That would be the first cross. Like he he cross you. So they don't have a nacho bar at their. I wedding. did. I did say this. So my my sister and her boyfriend got engaged, which I'm really excited. I'm really pumped for them, and I'm I'm super happy for them. And wh- whatever they need, obviously they know they have it from me. But I said I I was texting my 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 future brother in law. I said, Hey, are we doing like anything after dinner for for like to celebrate because i hope she says yes like i was like anticipating that my my sister was going to say yes to him and i was like and i just kept sending him gifs of chicken wings like can i have chicken wings for a celebratory dinner and sure enough i got chicken wings that's awesome so send gifs to people because they they come true (laughs) that you just reminded me the best joke i heard over the break what um on a farm somebody who takes care of of chickens would they be called a chicken tender? <laughs> that's a je- that's a dad joke. That's a dad joke all the way. Oh yeah, Jess read that to me and I laughed so hard and then she immediately had to call her dad cuz that that is a dad joke, but it makes you think twice about eating chicken tenders. Yeah, okay. Would you would you do over the break, Jason, other Dude, than hear tons, awesome jokes? Tons of stuff. Um went to Henry Ford Museum. Went to Legoland here, um, not like at the one in Florida or whatever, but the little the little Legoland Discovery Zone, not too far from here. That was a blast. Okay, hold on, pause. Yeah, my grandma called me today. She said she went to the mall and tried to go into the Legoland, and they're like, "Yeah, you can't go in." There. No, yeah, you, can't. you can't go have kids. And she's like, oh, "I want to go in there and see everything." Yeah, my grandma's eighty, by the way. She she knows that I love Legos, so she was trying to go in there. She takes. She takes you. <laughs> but this is my grandson. <laughs> no, I, I will say that it's it's geared for younger kids. So my nine year old, it was kind of getting close to. He's too old for this. But they do have an awesome Lego City exhibit of. I mean, the city of Detroit done up in Legos. Like, I wish you could just walk through and. For that. I would pay five bucks to like just look at that model. It's it's that awesome. So that that was pretty sweet. And I played Minecraft Legos with my kids the entire break. I'm not joking. You can ask Jess. About six hours a day we spent. I'll post some pictures on Instagram. My goodness. I got to clean up the model a little bit because, you know, the kids were getting in the way and playing with it. But <laughs> That's exactly what happens. I didn't craggle anything, but... So we had a lot of stuff going on over the break. And yeah, it's great to be back. We're glad to be back with you. We're here. We're going to record some episodes. We're going to we're going to bring on a return guest, 
Jed Payne from Church and Other Drugs, and we are gonna. Jason has been on this conspiracy train, and guess what? He's not getting off anytime no, I'm not. soon. I, our next couple of episodes, man, are loaded. I'm. I apologize in advance. You're gonna see. You're gonna hear my crazier side, I guess. But we are talking some Nephilim today. Oh uh, yeah. And it, for you know what? I'm not even gonna spoil it. The Nephilim. This is a Nephilim episode. And so if, you, if you've been in church a while, you've probably heard it. And if not, buckle up. Yeah. Because it's, it's about to get cray up in here with these <laughs> Nephilim. So sit back and listen to two guys who couldn't make it as pastors. This episode explains a lot of why. <laughs> exactly. And listen to us talk about these this crazy thing. You're not going to hear this from your pulpit on Sunday. That's no, sure. it's it's not coming up unless you're in like one of those small town cult churches. Anyway, this is not your pastor's Nephilim episode. Hey guys, we are back from a lengthy break. Yeah, much needed. I, I feel very rested. And today we have on Jed from Church and Other Drugs. What's up, Jed? Long Yo. time no see, dude. Jed, it's been I a, know. it's been a year, man. Yeah, it has been like yeah, probably it, right at a year. And it feels like your podcast, like Church and Other Drugs, has taken off, dude. It's 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 doing pretty good. It's like it's doing pretty good. I didn't go back and listen to our show from last year, but I think I said at our show, I know I said it in the interview, like, I think Church and Other Drugs is going to take off. Like, Yeah, you did. Yeah, because that was, that's right. We were, we were like 10 episodes. Yeah. No, we were less than 10 episodes in. Yeah. 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 I just like the whole premise of it and everything. Your first, your handful of shows are, are just amazing and they've only gotten better. Thank you. Why, thank you. And you've you've interviewed some pretty awesome people in the past year. Yeah, yeah, we've we've gotten some good ones, gotten some uh, some weird ones and some good ones, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> some of them are tough. Some of the ones I think would be the best are like where it's so hard to interview. Like I like I don't know um, that German author of the book on Hitler and drugs was like so hard to interview. Yeah. Dietrich Bonhoeffer, yeah, he's dead. That would yeah. be pretty hard. Yeah, I was like, yo, <laughs> you can say something. <laughs> Crickets, man. Oh, man. See, do you edit your shows at all or no? Uh, No. It doesn't like, seem like, like content? It. No. Yeah. It's so, I'm, I'm far too lazy for that. Yeah, we... I edit ours, so ours ours get shortened up. We try to keep everything about an hour, and so some. Yeah, I, I think that might be misleading for some people. What? Because well, like, I say, I, I I say I don't at all. I do sometimes. Well, very are, rarely. Like uh, I went to the Inglorious Pastors 100th episode live down in Bloomington, Indiana, this weekend. And it was just like networking, you know, getting to meet some people from different podcasts and stuff. And they're like, uh, somebody said to me, oh, you, you don't say um a lot. Like, I was oh, like, yeah. yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's when I get really bad or, or like when we interviewed like Hillary McBride and we don't know what to say for 30 seconds. Like I, I sliced it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's a, I need. I forgot. I need to go listen to that one. I switched jobs, so like my podcast listening has has really suffered, which is really unfortunate. Yeah, I I listen best when I'm really busy at work because I sit at a computer yeah. all day, and so when I'm busy, I'm I'm kind of locked down on my computer. But when I'm not busy, I get too distracted uh, mm. w- with other things like my phone or something or just getting up and walking around a lot. I don't say at my seat, so I, I miss out on that. But um, over the past year going through your episodes, I noticed uh, kind of picking up on this theme of Nephilim, which is what we're here to talk yeah. about today. So I, I, I don't I don't remember exactly which episode it started in, but I don't know if you mentioned it, your, ep- your episode with Truth Seeker. Like that yeah. one, that one was I amazing. I don't know. Yeah. I don't remember if it came up in that one or not. Or it might oh, have come it up. Did. I think I've been bringing it up since I talked to Joey. And maybe, yeah, I feel like I've been bringing it up for a long time. Yeah, it made its way in. And then of late, you've had some pretty awesome guests on. Well, you had, yeah, uh, those, were, those were my dream guests. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Heiser and uh, Brian Godawa. Yeah, uh, Heiser was amazing. I never heard of him before, and I'm going to go buy his book. Dude, it's legit. It's really good. Oh man! So in those episodes, you called yourself like uh, amateur Nephilim researcher or something along those lines. Yeah, is that a yeah. T- title you live by. Yes, it is. And I've, I've, <laughs> I've, it's, and since those episodes, I've had to amend some of my theories. But um, and I'm gonna do my best this time to to try to sound. Ac- as academic as possible to give it some creep <laughs> because it's like crazy well i mean yeah it's crazy stuff what we're talking it's it's not that crazy but it's it's kind of crazy all right so how about how i didn't mean to interrupt you no 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 i, I was gonna, I, I call it the the theory that unifies like all conspiracy theories really <laughs> yes uh. okay so we'll, we'll get into it so let's let's start pretty simple and just kind of go through what Nephilim are and talk about the passages, everybody's everyday Bible, where they're going to pick up and read about Nephilim. And then we'll kind of get into some of the crazier stuff, because it doesn't, it doesn't take long to get crazy. But No, and, and that's what I was... Um, uh, so I was going to pull up a um, just a little uh, primer i guess uh, the basics of like yeah. what the of the nephilim story because I, I, it's a really interesting story just just on its own it'd, it'd make an amazing movie right so the passage in the bible is, is genesis 6 um when human beings began to increase in number on the earth and daughters were born to them the sons of god saw that the daughters of humans were beautiful those must have been some really hot girls <laughs> if, if angels <clears throat> And they married any of them they chose. <laughs> then the Lord says, My spirit will not contend with humans forever, for they are mortal. Their days will be 120 years. The Nephilim were on the earth in those days, and also afterward, when, they, when the sons of God went to the daughters of humans and had children by them. They were the heroes of old, men of renown. Um, so that's one. The other mention is... When Aaron is going into the land of Canaan, and they say, um, "What is it? The Raphaites?" Um, and they were like, "They're too giant. We're like we are, but grasshoppers to them." Is yes. how they, they describe the giants in the land of Canaan. Number um, numbers and, thirteen for anybody wanting to look it up. 
There you go. And then you have Goliath, of course, which is probably the most famous. <clears throat> yeah, to me it doesn't it doesn't take long. Like, so say people in their New Year's resolutions, they're going to read through the Bible in a year, and they're going to start with Genesis. It, I mean, first of all, the whole creation story and everything's already crazy to begin with. Adam and oh, Eve and original sin, and on all that jazz. You get to chapter six, and it gets it gets nuts. Oh man, it's like yeah. it's like what you just read, and here's here's this weird hybrid race of Nephilim. Yeah. Like, so, what's going on? And so, the biblical readers would have known... So, there was this guy, Enoch. Um, there was two Enochs, one born to Cain and one born to Seth. Yes. This is the Sethian Enoch. Um, and what the Bible says about Enoch was that he was a righteous man and he never saw death and he walked with the Lord and he was not. So basically one day he just like He was taken whatever up. that means. Yeah, was taken yeah, poof. You know. <laughs> he gone. Ninja vanish. He gone. Um and so Enoch is verified by the uh um by Jude, by Peter, um that might be it. He's It's quoted multiple times in the Bible, right? Yeah. So when you go to the book of Enoch, it goes, there's the Dead Sea Scrolls, which were discovered in uh, Qumran. I can never pronounce that. Yeah. Um, That's good. They found That's the, close enough. <laughs> they found the Book of Jubilees, the Book of the Watchers, the Book of Enoch, and the Book of the Giants, among other things. The Book of the Giants is really interesting. I'll get to that. Okay. So... This is the basic story of um, the Watchers. So there were 13 original Watcher angels This who were um, – so the class of spiritual beings would be Elohim, which is like God's divine counsel. So before man was made, he made, you know – there was a spiritual world with its own ranking systems, and so there was a class of angel – um, or not angel, a class of Elohim, because angel just means messenger. It's not, um, an angel is not what we think of. It's not the white robe wing. It's a, a position. It's it's God's messenger, right? Okay. And everything ends in L. That means like an an Elohim, like um, like Raphael, Michael, Ariel, uh, Azazel, Ariel. Yeah. <clears throat> that just means. Uh, god essentially or of god type thing um and someone's gonna get me wrong on that i can't remember it's something like that that's basically what it means uh so there's 13 of them their leader was sam yaza um that these are the ones that were named um some other ones of note that you may have heard of were like azazel and all this you're pulling and from the book of Enoch, right? This is or, the the book of the Watchers. Yeah, okay, which, which is, is I think it's in Enoch. Yeah, it's it's in there. And, so so for some of our listeners who have never even heard of the book of Enoch, because I'm sure there's right. several of them. Right. Um, this is coming well, from there. Yeah, it's it's basically I wouldn't call it Hebrew mythology. It's it was more just like well known. This was a well known story to them. Um, Quoted, so by, these th- quoted by New Testament authors. Yes, the verified by New Testament authors. Yeah. Um, so these 13 angels were like, hey, we really want to go marry and, and 
lay with to know in the biblical <laughs> to sense know. these women get so freaky. they made a pact <laughs> get freaky get real freaky in the angel sense right right gosh <laughs> so they made a pact because they knew what they were doing they said if we do this we all go down together so they made this deal um went down made it with the women and the offspring that were produced were nephilim so Man at this time, that's when, when God said man's years are, are going to be 120, meaning that man was going to die. So men's spirit was not eternal. When the angels mated with them, they were given an eternal spirit, which was part of the problem. Um, so, and to quote uh, the Book of the Watchers, and talking about after the angels mated with women, and they became pregnant, and they bear great giants, whose height was 300 L's. I don't know what unit that is who consumed all the acquisitions of men. And when men could no longer sustain them, the giants turned against them and devoured mankind. And they began to sin against birds and beasts and reptiles and fish and to devour one another's flesh and to drink the blood, which is a common thing. Have you heard the old rhyme, uh, fee-fi-fo-foam, I smell the blood of an Englishman? Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's where that came from. So there's a common thing of giants being... Dude, it permeates a lot of things you don't think of. Um, so the the thing of blood being very important, and they turned cannibalistic. They uh, reportedly this is where Chimera, Centaur, um, Griffins, Pegasus. That's where all this came Sasquatch. into play. Sasquatch. <laughs> The squash, the squatches. I gotta throw that in there. <laughs> I, I did listen to a, a, a the Sasquatch Chronicle episode, which is a Where podcast. They it was Nephilim. Yeah, the, the guy was basically like, "Oh no, they're connected. They're related." Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that one. Uh, <laughs> basically, it's suggesting there was like genetic manipulation going on, and this is yeah. what um, caused the original flood. This is what caused the. Uh, evil of mankind everywhere. So, God sends Michael, Uriel, Raphael, and Gabriel to judge the world and the fallen angels, right? And in the book of the giants, which is supposedly written by the Nephilim, it's really interesting and kind of sad. Um, one of the giants is getting dreams that the world is about to be judged and wiped out. And he goes to Enoch and says, will you please go to God and and barter for our like lives like we don't want to die and so what god agreed to do was allow a third of the nephilim spirits to remain on earth after they were killed what the ones that this is where my timing gets messed up but the it was either before the flood or the ones that survived the flood um God sent the angels to go. He bound the original 13 angels and bound them in chains. If you remember in the Gospels where Jesus went and preached to the spirits who were in chains. Yeah. That's yeah. who he was after he was crucified. And, that's and mentioned he went in Ephesians 2, Ephesians 4, I believe. Yeah. Yep, that, that's who he went and preached to, is the angels kept in gloomy darkness in chains. Um, that's interesting. And another funny anecdote is that they're supposedly tormented with fire, which is why uh, Jewish men were pro prohibited from using bathing in hot springs because they believed that the springs were heated by the fire that was torturing the angels That's under nice. the earth. 
So they bound these angels, and their punishment was they had to watch as their Nephilim children slaughtered each other because Michael and the other angels came and, like, quote, whispered in the ear and provoked bloodlust in them, and they slaughtered each other. And then that's where demons came from, is the one-third spirit of the Nephilim that remained. So that's the story that the Book of the Watchers and Enoch tells. And it also, each of the 13 are responsible for giving mankind things that would later ruin it. Um, one angel taught them astronomy. One of them taught women makeup and the adornment of the eyes. One of them, uh, so I guess it was Maybelline, the angel. <laughs> <Maybe. clears throat> I'm sorry, that's hilarious. Uh, Maybe it's Maybelline. Maybelline. No, it's definitely um, Maybelline. <laughs> One of them taught men uh, drugs, basically pharmacia. Um, is that the root which, cutters? Root cutters. Okay. Which this is this is that's the one. This is how what I find super interesting because even from an evolutionary whatever standpoint, how the hell out of trillions of plants did I? The randomness of this just seems so crazy to me that one person figured out that you can smoke a plant and get high from it. Why would you smoke a plant? A, I guess you could say, okay, he must have burned it. But, like, there are so many plants. Like, the odds of you burning just the right the one right and one. inhaling or burning it seem, the wrong one. Like, if thank you. you if like, you burn poison sumac, game over. Yeah, my mom got that in her lungs, actually, poison ivy. Oh, man. Yeah, dude. Mm-mm. Sounds awesome. Mm-mm. So, and, and this is also interesting where it permeates into other cultures such as the Maya, um, the other megalithic cultures where in their oral traditions, when they say, how did you learn how to build this? How did you learn this or that? They're said, it was, it was given to us from the gods. The myth of Prometheus who stole fire from the gods and gave it a man and was punished. Same thing. The myth of the Titans. Um, who rebelled against Olympus and were destroyed and kept in chains, that's where that came from. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. Oh, go ahead, Jason. No, I'm just going to say for people keeping score at home, so Genesis 6, very extremely vague. Um, you know, angels slept with women, had kids. They were called Nephilim, giant men, blah da flood happens, it's done. And then there's vague references throughout the Old Testament, and I, I can list some of those off. You can just Google giants or Nephilim in the Bible, and you can you can come across verses scattered all throughout the Old Testament. But the book of Enoch goes into detail, and what you just gave yeah. us is, is basically a paraphrasing of all the nutso stuff that went on. Uh, kind in of the, in, that, the, in that short the, handful of verses in... In Genesis, yeah. which it, yeah, which I mean, and also in other short handfuls of verses, like the universe was created. So it's not, you know, I could, I can, <laughs> I can get along with stretch. <clears throat> the other funny thing though, that's in like the uh, Dead Sea Scroll books is the, um, is Lilith, uh, Adam's first wife. If you haven't heard that tale, yeah, I have. What? So I'll, I'll, I'll regale it for the listeners. Uh, so Lilith was supposedly Adam's first wife who refused to have sex with him missionary style because she didn't want to be dominated. So Adam said, get out of my face. 
and <laughs> <laughs> I'm paraphrasing yeah, there. No, that's but, word uh, for word. <laughs> she was she, she was banished. <laughs> Keep going. I wish. Uh, have you heard of the word the Bible translated into Ebonics? I, I have. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, that's where I'm quoting from. <laughs> and Adam was like, "Get out of my face!" You know what I'm saying? There's like, so many different positions. I mean, you don't have to settle right. for that one. Exactly. And he and Liz was like, "No, you are not getting on top of me." And Adam's like, "Fine, then I'm then get out." And so she was banished, and she became the mother of demons. And so in Jewish tradition, again, uh, males assumed that. Uh, nocturnal emissions, uh, wet dreams, was Lilith stealing your seed to produce demon babies. What? That was the that's, prevailing idea. That's nuts. So you're getting into uh, like the books, like we call them apocrypha or apocryphal yeah. books. Right. All these additional books that uh, Old Nestor, Old, Old Nestament, Old Nestor, Old, <laughs> Old Nestor Nester found Old, one day when he was just walking <laughs> along. <laughs> Old Testament, intertestament, between the testaments, our New Testament. They are, there are so many of there's there's hundreds of them, right? That it, that didn't make it into the canon, and for many of them, for good reason, they didn't make it into the well, canon. And a lot of them though were just um, older versions of what we already had, so they were just reassurances that what we had are legit. Yeah. So a lot of them were like original manuscripts of like. Man, I don't. I'm not gonna misquote because I'm the internet a holes are gonna be on me like <laughs> on poo. So there were just old books in there. Okay. <laughs> um. So now, now what I used so the so that's the story, and then um, what was recently revealed to me was that the the last of the giants was killed with the Canaanite slaughter. And so that explains, you know, how a lot of people have issue with God commanding the slaughter of an entire people group. Um, that is explained in, in this, in that the, the, it, it was the bloodline of this corrupt group that had to be, you know. Yeah, but you're talking about the conquest of Canaan and Joshua, right? Yes. Okay. But there's one there's one group that they left alive, did they not? There's one group that joined up with them, if I remember the history correctly. That probably. I'm I'm rusty. No, well, and I know you know, and they also took wives and, um, but that that's one explanation. And so and so like the supposedly that was when the the actual physical line of Nephilim was destroyed. So the the conspiracy theory moves into whether or not. There's so many different – the general school is that, like, this is where – so, man, there's, like, I got to figure out which angle to start from. So the general theory is that, like, this is where, like, Illuminati and, like, comes from and, like, Nephilim are still – the Nephilim bloodline is still at work today. Um, oh, you're going deep. Uh, that was, this I is am. one of the questions I was going <laughs> to ask. Are they still around today? I'm, I used to think so. I, I'm not sure anymore. I'm just waiting for Beyonce and Jay-Z to interrupt our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> nothing nothing to see here. <laughs> <laughs> That's more Michael Jackson. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I can't um, shake my butt, so I can't I can't do it a Beyonce so, impersonation. Well, all right. Well, so, so wait, who is the doubter? I'm, nobody's doubting. I'm just I, I just don't so know that much. You're the doubt. I'm not okay. doubting. So, 
<laughs> so you're the doubter. I mean, if it's in the book, yeah, it's real. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Alex holding up a Bible that's bigger than his laptop. Right. The thing well, is this, gigantic. This, this is just an interesting question that blew my mind. So why were the first royal families royal in the history of the world? What possibly would give them right to be royal? What are you doing? I just as soon as you, as soon as he said royals, I just uh, started thinking uh, a Lord song. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. I was like, I thought that was like hip hop Jeopardy music. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, is Alex like so pumped to answer this question that he's giving himself music? <laughs> That's where I thought you were going with that. I mean, that is a really good question. I always thought about that. Is I he? always, I always thought it was like maybe like just the smartest, most rich person was just like, yeah, I'm king now, or you know that landowners there's some moistened or... bink throwing scimitars. At yeah, people. but like, how did landowners become landowners? And then like, wouldn't people just like kill them? And well, be like, if oh, if I take anything from science, Mike, it would be the males with the deepest voice and the broadest shoulders. <laughs> science, Mike. <laughs> She blinded so, me with science. This is this is the this is the this is uh, I will offer this explanation. So, so the the knowledge that the thirteen angels passed on, right, um, were called the seven sacred sciences, and they set up um, what were called schools of mystery. Which this is all verifiable historical fact uh napoleon attended such schools da vinci um alexander the great um a lot of different people in history attended these schools where supposedly these secrets were taught the schools of mystery were disbanded and the secrets were taken by sects which s-e-c-t-s which then became secret societies that guarded these secrets that's where you get Skull and Bones, the Illuminati, that's where these secret societies came from. They were formed around these secrets that supposedly were given divine knowledge given from the, quote, little G gods. The royal families you have, people would suggest that they are bloodlines of Nephilim or that, that royal lineage of their descended from the gods. And even if you look at, like, Queen Elizabeth, if you trace it all the way back, they will say we have divine bloodline. Um, that's just like how all the that weird thing that all the U.S. presidents are related to that one Merovingian family. In have you heard that? No. Also verifiable is I think everyone <laughs> except it's everyone except one are distantly related to the same family from Europe. Way way back in the day. Way way back. Man, who would who's who's the out who's the outsider? I can't I can't remember. Does that mean does that mean Abraham Lincoln, the tallest president we've ever had? Is he oh, Nephilim? He's Nephilim. <laughs> no, clearly, he's a giant. <laughs> he is a giant. He was six foot four. James Madison, oh. five foot four, tiny and guy. His, his top hat made him like six foot eight. <laughs> I, was, I just went to. Is uh, that what that is? I just so went to the, the Henry Ford Museum, and they have the sh- the chair that Lincoln was shot in. And so, oh, dude, the Henry Ford Museum in Detroit. Oh, nuts. it's baller. Have you been there? It's been a while, um, but it's awesome. The car that JFK was shot in. All these presidential limos, presidential trains, uh, Rosa Parks bus. I mean, whoa, j- just some some awesome stuff there. But yeah, I was looking up miscellaneous Lincoln facts, and he wore you know, uh, he wore a top hat from when he was a lawyer to keep uh, papers in. 
<laughs> you know, you know where Henry Ford got the idea for the Model T? Nephilim. Nephilim. <laughs> see, it totally, yeah. See, it's so funny because it's so. It all comes back. Exactly. I'm. I'm gonna. We're, before we start making fun of it, I'm gonna lay out the rest of like the prevailing theory. So then you get into. Oh, there's that's actually the there's so many different directions. Jed, let's. We're gonna take a quick break. We're about at our break mark line. You are not the boss of. Me. <laughs> I'm gonna keep talking. <laughs> yeah, you can take a break. I'm gonna keep talking. Uh, All right, guys, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be back with more fun, hilarity, and conspiracy after this. Or is it just truth? Is it just truth, Alex? We shall see. When I was nine years old, way back in Ohio, the hired man was digging up a well on my father's land. They found a fossil there. It was a massive bone. And since then, I long that a race of giants lived in the northern hemisphere. Ten thousand years ago, they lived right here. It seems incredible. Jason, we got a five-star review. Yay! Woo! We usually read our five-star reviews in the break of our show, and we actually have one now. So thank you so much to Trent GB62 uh, for sending us a, uh, a five-star review. We haven't gotten one in a while, and you are going to be the first of the year to send us one. So his five-star review reads like this. Blessings. Me and my father love listening to your podcast, and you guys make me laugh with all your dad jokes. Keep it up. Also, God bless. This immediately makes me think of you told a dad joke at the beginning of this episode. So anyway, for, for if you're new, welcome what, to 2018. What did the zero say to the eight? What? Nice belt. <laughs> you, I don't know why I'm laughing. I don't know why I'm giving it the time of day. But if you're if it's 2018, you're you're maybe getting into a new podcast. I'm sorry. This is what I deal with, everybody. Go for it. Go. I'm backing away. <laughs> If you, this is 2018, so you're probably getting into new podcasts, and guess what? If you're new to our podcast, we read every five-star review that we get. And five-star reviews help our, get our name out there. Five-star reviews helps people see our show. It gets, it gets our show into more people's hands. So if you could do us a huge favor, if you've been a fan for forever, or you've been a fan for just a short little while, leave us a five-star review on the Apple iTunes podcast app. So leave that. That helps us out. It doesn't cost you anything, and it helps us out greatly. So, Jason, we got to talk more about Nephilim. Yep. You ready? Yep. It's about to get even more crazy. Let's get back in. The Bible speaks of this. There were giants in our midst. But they started one another in a meaningless war. The angular stars, and we don't do that anymore. And we're back. And we're back. <laughs> I've been replaced by a Nephilim. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell you have you have Nephilim features in your face. I do. Have you oh, there's <laughs> have you heard about like the uh, the RH blood type? RH blood type? I think I have. I've I've yeah. heard something about Google this. Google it. 
It's just it's just this interesting blood type that like they're it's not super quite rare. sure where it came from. Because uh, there's there's one that's you know a it might be a, a b a b positive like oh. all these di- all the different ones and so you're saying that there's one that wouldn't you yeah, get your blood taken R H negative. You're, they're just like what the crap is this? Some people yeah some people call it like the nephilim blood type but I you know it's probably just blood but who knows? Um, so basic like. So the groundwork is that like this and what also recently learned is that the the Babylonians the if if it was just the Bible talking about this then like okay you know that's one thing but it's literally every culture on earth in in earth's history that has this relatively same story of Rebelling gods coming down, mating with humans, creating these offspring that were the old heroes, Hercules, the demigods. Oh uh, yeah, I did. I did hear that. Yeah, that's that's like, and it's Maui. and when you think about it, every you know Superman too. Like, and now we have our our modern day mythology: Superman, Spider Man, the X Men. Um, it all you know, it wasn't just made up. There's like an, a, a spattering of truth in in all of these myths. Um, so then you get into uh, the ancient alien phenomenon and the UFO phenomenon. And somebody, I don't have the numbers, but just bear with me. So in like Revelation and like the punishment of the angels, they're they're locked up for X amount of years. You know what I'm talking about? And then they're yeah. to be released. Yep. And somebody did the math and found it to be around the late 40s early 50s um around the time of the nuclear program and so what's interesting is you have this you have the dark ages you have this long history of relatively no and crappy technology right and then within a hundred years you have this explosion of technology starting with like the nuclear age right yeah and um and around the same time you have UFOs. The UFO phenomenon starts happening. And you have all these nuclear explosions going off all over the world, which some people are say are creating uh, thin like thin spots in if you're into interdimensional theory, right? You're potentially ripping all these portals all over the earth, letting whatever in out. <clears throat> which this is where it gets kooky. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Um, it's just it's just to me it's just like it's like interesting to make the parallels and like look at it in a macro and if there is like a spiritual realm which i believe this is just like a potential way in which it could be operating as i guess what i'm suggesting here um and i mean it's just you have all these things happening at the same time which is very coincidental in one way you have this explosion of technology which is like the same thing which happened in antediluvian earth when like we were given all this knowledge you even have like the like the there's an oral tradition of da vinci going into a cave for three days and disappearing and when he came out is when he uh unveiled all these all of his inventions and stuff and it's like he was unaccounted for for this three days and like nobody knows where he went and i don't know there's just stuff like that where people are just like granted this arcane knowledge it seems like Um, so you hear, you heard it here, folks. I am telling you that the internet is from Nephilim, basically. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> um, 
So, Al Gore is Nephilim. Well, duh. We all knew that. So, we all knew that. Man, I know, like, oh, this is where I'm going to sound sound nuts. I know we're doing a lot of jokes and stuff, and some of this, some of these theories are out there, but but I kind of believe them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so not so maybe not so much the crazy thing. So here's here's my main pressing question: Is anything pre-flood, which is was that pre-diluvian or ante? Uh, anti-diluvian. Ante, and then post-diluvian is after flood, right? Yes. See, I remember something from that year I studied Genesis. A little rusty. Yeah. But by the way, Abraham goes nuts at the end of his life. He does. Just just my I've theory. I after you said it, I reread the his his life story. I was like, "Yep. He oh, went, he, he, went he goes nuts, absolutely so. nuts. Abraham flies off the deep end. Thousands of wives, concubines, re- lit- literally tried to repopulate the earth by himself. <laughs> Thousand. And then made people take uh, oaths by placing their hand under his thigh, which in Hebrew is grabbing his ball sack. Oh, I'm, I'm serious. Like that was how, that was how they made swears. Like you're going to go into this land and you're going to promise me to find this wife. And while they're swearing the oath, he's holding on to every his seed, everything he's got. Well, you, and I'll, and I'll the, let you our, finish. Our, our New Testament, our Old Testament translations, like. Didn't want to put that in the Bible, so they just said, and he placed his hand under his thigh. But, awesome. but in Hebrew, well, he, in he, the colorful language, it's, yeah, he grabbed his ball sack and made a promise. So, what, Alex, what I love about. I, I want you to promise me. <laughs> don't, don't be filling me up, man. <laughs> so, like, Alex is reaching under the table. <laughs> th- this is where uh, science intersects, too, and I love this because it's like, you know, you've got the. You've got the flood, you've got God destroying the earth and stuff, and then you've got science uh, proving the um, synapsis extinction event or whatever that wiped out 90% of of life on earth before the dinosaur extinction. Yeah. So there's this crazy – and then you've got another bottleneck time when they say that the entire world's population was roughly like eight to 10,000 people. And it's like, oh, you mean to tell me like like what they're saying in the Bible? Like, okay. Yeah, oh, so I it's, the only thing different is the timing. Yeah, so people will probably think I'm nutso anyway because I'm I believe in creation, which I understand, dude. I understand all the arguments and and everything for evolution and all that stuff. And to me, it's I don't know. I I'm I was it's at one stupid. at one point in my life, dude. I was I was really big into apologetics, and I would seek to prove out everything, and it just it gets you nowhere. But I would say I would call myself a a creationist, young Earth. The flood happened. I I'm hyper literal reading. Is your name Ken Ham? <laughs> Maybe no. The answers are in Genesis. Oh, yes. oh AnswersInGenesis.com. My wife's way more science-minded than I am, and it drives her nuts. We, 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 oh, we have tons of fun discussions. But to me, all this, like, when I, when I listen to the Book of Enoch, it, it makes a lot of things make sense. It's like, okay, it here's the pagan origin of everything. Like it makes a lot of sense, and when you look at ancient societies and and pyramids and how they align with stars, believed to be portals and and yeah. weapons of mass destruction in ancient times, it's like holy cow! And then you see the practices of them; they're root cutting, they're doing like they're doing yeah. this stuff. And then, yeah, uh, it 
to me, it makes a whole lot of sense. My question for you, though, and this is where I get hung up, is I'm pretty much post-flood, no Nephilim. Yeah. So, I'm, like, I'm, pre, pre-flood, I am all about the Nephilim. How how did they get through the flood? Because the flood was meant to oh. destroy them. So, in a way, saying, yeah, some of the Nephilim got it through, um, that, that would mean God didn't successfully destroy them. Well, and, and I, uh, I know that that might be like that might be stretching it, but that's always been my question. No, kind of is 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 how did they make it through? In the, the I mean the me, I mean what are what's maybe maybe we're gonna rehash something here. Maybe there's something I missed, but what in the text says that the flood was intended for the Nephilim? Uh, it, it just it it doesn't implicitly. It doesn't. Um, you get that from it's basically. Uh, it doesn't say it explicitly, but implicitly, it's that's the cause of the corruption of how the earth got so corrupted. Yeah. And, but it, I also found out that like when it says like the flood destroyed everything, apparently like every the word used for everything doesn't mean everything. Um, and then also you have Noah's wives. I mean, um, uh, Ham and Shem and and them's wives apparently. And curly. That's, yeah, Larry yeah. Curly so and, and Curly. <laughs> But yeah, those that's how the uh ass. <laughs> I played I played ham in our in our churches. Oh you did. I played ham I and I was sleeping in a in a in a pigsty with oh some, my with, with our pastor's pigs. Oh it's funny. Oh, you had live pigs? Yeah, we had we did a we did a Noah's Ark. Do those Ark videos story. still exist? Oh, they're only, somewhere. Only in Michigan. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> our church way back in the day did this big Noah's Ark thing. They they took this old barn that's on our church property and redid the whole inside of it to be like Noah's Ark. And Alex was a okay. Alex was a star in that. <laughs> I, I played I'm gonna, ham. I got a question. I got a question for you, scientists. So like, isn't is no, Alex, is, Alex is not a scientist. Well, I know. I'm 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 just oh scientists like, in general scientists that are listening. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Science Pants. So like, doesn't evolution say that like? Okay, all wolves and dogs and all canis evolved from one, right? And same with like cats and all that. They evolved from like this original, including bears. Right? <laughs> I'm sorry, that's a, that's a long running joke on our show. Oh, <laughs> no, Listen, keep going. This is, I'm, this is serious. Keep going. I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to interrupt you. <laughs> no, that was good. Uh, so how does that not fit the the freaking arc narrative where it just says two of every kind, aka like one of every representative species, and then evolution proves that every animal evolved from this small group of original animals? Like, makes sense to me. And that's why Ken Ham's in the corner. Like I told, I, he did, he's Australian. <laughs> I can't I can't now, do he, one. He, uh, Ken Ham. Ken, uh, Ken Ham. Evolution. Go, no. Ev- wait. Uh, <laughs> Kinham, Crikey, I've been saying this the whole time. Crikey, Genesis. <laughs> <laughs> I've been telling you all the time. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know, man. I know lots of people who are evolutionists and Christians and people who have all kinds of different theories. And that's, I have nothing against them. It's it's not a hill. It is a hill I would have died on uh, about eight years ago. It's not a hill I would die on now. I was pretty nutso, man. Where dinosaurs and humans living together, and oh, I I, I believe I that. Still think they, yeah, dude. Like what? It's so. Slick, I know it, but oh. see, why see, would you not believe? See, that? listen, like you can believe that, but I was like, I'm only gonna let my children read books 
that say oh, like yeah. if anything says millions of years oh. old, it's out. TV. I'm not everything. letting my children read books. What I'm gonna, are you talking? <laughs> I was looking for private schools to put them in that were purely creation, like and did Ooh. not teach. Like, dude, I was off the deep end, nuts, and I'm not like that anymore. That's um, good. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> put my kids in schools that only teach like Narnia as as truth. <laughs> yeah, it's just C.S. Lewis. It's just C.S. Lewis, Lewis all day Lewis. long. All day long. Oh my gosh! So like, this is this is crazy. No, th- okay. Let's let's talk. I want to talk. I want to ask a question. Aliens. I know we're gonna we're <laughs> gonna we're eventually do an episode on aliens. Yeah, but I want to get there. There's they're gonna come at a, at a different perspective though. But, okay, but I said something about that aliens come from some. I think aliens are demonic. I don't think they're extraterrestrial yes. beings. I think they're I demonic. I think it, I think it's a a trick from Satan, a trick from the enemy to convince us that there is no God. I don't necessarily yes. agree, but I'll go along I do with too. it. I do too. You, I think, you agree I think with that, me, Jed? Yes, I think I do. there. Could, yes, thank I you. Somebody else, thank I, you. I think there could be some good aliens. I I no, disagree. Not all, not all I think, demonic. I think we're being primed and set up. For this is my what I think is going to happen. I don't well, it, I could totally see this happening is that a quote alien invasion happens and they ask us to worship them as, as gods that and was, it's 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 demons. That's one of the theories I wanted to get into here a little bit. That, yeah. That's one of the reasons why I'm having you on before. Okay, for our listeners, we're having um, the girls who run the the podcast i i once was abducted by aliens which is fantastic so i wanted to get some refreshers on these different theories like you just mentioned jed yeah and it's interesting because on a secular ufo site under um they list defenses against uh abduction for people that have seen them in their uh seen grays in their rooms uh, or been abducted, stuff like that. And like number three or two of the defenses is invoking the name of Jesus Christ. And they say that that's a defense. And this is a secular UFO website. Okay, so the next time... That's pretty interesting. Okay, so the next time something like that happens to me, I'm going to invoke the name of Jesus. And I say next time because it's happened twice. <laughs> are you Are you serious? I am, you've, yes. you've had those weird dreams. That Dude, you've, you've got... Well, no, no, wait, 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 wait. You've gotten abducted? It, I don't did know. They, did they poke stuff in, no, your, in your butt? No, that's all <laughs> okay. good. That's the first. Qu- <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the first question. Have you, have you guys seen that Wait, but SNL are, are skit you... with uh, what's her name? Why do I always blink at her name? She's in Ghostbusters. Oh, blank, blank face. <laughs> blank, blank, blank face. Blank face. Uh, Kate McKinnon. <laughs> And Kate McKinnon, and it, she's so funny. Yeah, and they she talk, is. and she like talks about like being adopted by aliens, and like um, Ryan Gosling, it, he's explaining like this awesome experience, and then she always just like, yeah, they poked me with stuff, <laughs> and it's like <laughs> she's like sitting about. there with like a cigarette hanging out of her mouth, and like, yeah, they just sta- oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. They just stared at wait, my poop shit. You've been abducted? No, I haven't. I've been. I've had some crazy stuff with sleep paralysis. Oh yeah. How do you not see that as demonic? Uh, I don't. I just don't. I just don't. Okay, Jed. I just don't. (laughs) I just don't. Uh, Now this is what you know. All right. So so like one of the one of the things about sleep paralysis is is when you when you have these kind of experiences, you're supposed to go see like a, a, a hypnotist, and then they recount 
everything that truly happened to you. And I won't do that. No way. Not a chance. Oh, they're definitely Nephilim. Yeah. Not, Dude, well, not this, a chance I would an, do that. Something, something else to, to offer you is uh, Aleister Crowley. Are you familiar? No. Uh, isn't that the guy R- really? Jimmy Page worshipped? Yeah. He, he, yeah. Uh, okay. A very famous Satanist who, like, Anton LaVey became an acolyte of. Okay. Like, very, very famous occultist Satanist. Um, he apparently did uh, through sex magic, magic with a CK, because that means it's like legit, um, a sex magic ritual in uh, the early 50s um, created a portal with the guy who eventually went to start the Jet Propulsion Laboratory. Um, they had this ritual, and he encountered a being he called Lamb, L-A-M, and he drew a picture of him. And this was before the grays became a thing, but it looks exactly like an alien gray. Large eyes, oval and head. Like Google lamb and you'll see Alistair's drawing of this being that he communicated with. It looks exactly like a, a uh, alien gray. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know, dude. <laughs> and that's why uh, I just always just Jesus, Jesus, so. Jesus, Jesus. Yeah. All that's, the way. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's one of the things. So yeah, next time I'm gonna I'm gonna invoke the name of Jesus. But yeah, that's one that's one of the things I want to ask those girls next week is Have I been abducted by aliens? They're probably gonna tell yeah, you now. Your amateur hour. And I've because <laughs> I've seen I've seen a UFO as well. Like, and I do not, and I just don't believe in aliens. I'll be the first to tell you. And and what I saw, I, I have no idea what it was. Yeah, you my know. sister saw a UFO. Um, when we were kids with two cop cars following it, um, they're they're in Montrose and she, she got it. I don't know if she got my dad's attention to see it or not. My dad's seen some weird stuff. My dad's encountered Bigfoot. So he's, he's across the board crazy. (laughs) Yes, dude. Dude, well, have you seen recent, uh, just so we can cover all our bases, I'll touch on Bigfoot. Have you seen recently the, uh, the, um, the bendy apes, the, these giant upright chimpanzees they just discovered. No, I gotta look this up. Yeah, look up the bendy. Uh, I believe it's that bendy gorilla or the the mystery ape. Um, it's they just found them on this small mountain, and they're these massive, six foot. They walk on two legs. Um, chimpanzees. Nice. So it's just like okay. So you mean Bigfoot? Like so you're. It's just very so stupidly possible that. There is just a simian species that we just haven't found. Yeah, Alex is all about the Bigfoot, and I do think that. I believe there's all kinds of species and stuff that we have not yeah. found. But to go to go back to your your theory of aliens and ancient or Being otherwise, demonic. the one the one theory that I heard was that um, um, you are going to have the rapture, and then aliens are going to come. And are going to explain to everybody why everybody why a large group of population or maybe small maybe the maybe the hmm. maybe the road is narrow um, a lot narrower than we think. <laughs> I, I, uh, well, yeah. they're going to explain the disappearances probably in a lie and they're going to say hey we were here all along I mean we we've been here the whole time we're just watching and now we're back and we're your god. Yeah, and that's I one mean, that, of the theories. That, There's so many crazy theories, and it seems super, super plausible because it's just so many people right now are just so ready to 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 see an alien and like 
you know what I'm saying? Well, like it's like, so how much of our our media and stuff plays into it though? Like our TV, our movies, right. everything. All these like superhero movies are just like priming us. <laughs> Like, yeah, if you exactly. think about it, like, yeah, think about the very first Avengers movie, like these aliens from outer space come to attack and it's these demigods yeah. ward them off. Yeah. And I haven't I haven't seen the latest Thor movie, but isn't that kind of along the same uh, lines? The the newest Thor movie is just cinematic gold is all it is. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. I, wa- I want to see it. Oh, it's amazing, dude. Gosh. But anyway. What, we, what what haven't yeah. we covered yet? I was gonna say, are we a hundred percent certified crazy? Are people quit listening by this point. The, you know what's funny is like the one that well, uh, that's interesting. Uh, is the lizard people, which I, <laughs> I've heard about this. <laughs> I, I I think is the stupidest. Oh my one. gosh, no! What except what? Go go on with the lizard people. I I think I <clears throat> I think we know somebody who has seen. That's what have you, Billy Corgan apparently has seen it. Like someone tri- like morph and it like freaked him the hell out. I've heard, um, yeah, I've heard something along those lines too. No, um, the, Chad Britton, man, saw that weird monster thing. What? You don't remember that? No, dude. He, Chad, hit us up, dude. You're gonna get Chad killed. No, in in, <laughs> in Holly, he was out fishing. You're gonna get. You don't oh. remember that story? He saw Dude, this crazy. Chad didn't he see said anything. It, he said it was like a velociraptor, dinosaur-looking beast, man. Oh, that's badass! Gosh. You don't remember that? I conversation? remember it now. Okay. I remember it now. It's coming back. I to think me. when you said I, lizard people, I'm like, that's the thing. Well, and it, other people yeah, have and seen it too, right in our area. There's a cryptozoology legend yeah. somewhere in Michigan. Yeah, it's like the the. Man, I can't remember. But I'm not talking. sure if I believe it, especially after the past week of weather that we had. There's there ain't nothing that's surviving outside. We gotta get uh, oh yeah, Josh Gates up here. You ever watch Destination Truth? Yeah, it's one of my favorite shows. It is good. <laughs> I love that. Show. No idea what it is. I've been too busy yeah, watching the I mean, Nephilim on the Crown on Netflix uh, with Queen Elizabeth. Oh yeah, there is it. The Lizard Man of Scape or Swamp. I don't know. I think. Oh yeah. Oh wait. No. 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 It's something. It's something like that. I forget what Chad called it. I could probably. Oh. I could text. Williams Lake reptile. Is Williams Lake in Waterford, Michigan? Um, That's closer to home. It's close. It's close by. That's that would be within range of where he saw this. The fact that you brought that up so quickly. Yeah. Hold. Um. Legit, son. I'm gonna text Chad. I don't know if he'll get, get back to us. He might be Chad working. Slaughtered. He's a dad. I'm just, he has and, kids. And, you know, I'll be the first to admit that I want this stuff to be real because I just have that that type of mind. But it, it also, like, it does. Like, I'm I'm also not stupid. Like it does. Like I do think about it, and it, it a lot of things just make a certain amount of sense to me. Well, it's just like any uh, conspiracy theory. Like anything that's kind of dark and shadowy. Like. We know deep down inside, like, no, we need to stay away from those things and we need to stay more into the light, the things that we can see, the things that we can touch and see. But, like, there's still this mystery and this draw to the, the dark and shadowy things. And that's where a lot of conspiracies lie. Yeah, for sure. I was going to say, how, how do we get. <laughs> we like to tie Jesus into our episodes. Yeah. <laughs> how, do, how do we get back to Jesus with all this stuff? Like, well, what does that, it well, mean? How how seriously should we take all this stuff? Or not it? Well, th- that's the other thing too is that the people, the people that fear monger about it, like there's nothing to be to be afraid of. It the f- for me, this is just a way of interpreting and explaining what is happening in the world. It's nothing. 
Jesus won. Like, you know, there's no, there's, you know, there's, there's no need to be, um, you know, I was afraid of demons like when I was doing drugs and stuff and I was having real encounters with them, like when I probably did not have the protection of the Holy Spirit. But like there's it's all conquered. Like there's nothing to be afraid of. It's that's why it's just fascinating to me because it's just like what's a good analogy for? But it, it, it's it, it's almost like watching a movie, I guess, because it's like, I know I'm safe and it's just like I'm on. I know I'm on as arrogant as it sounds, I guess I know I'm on the winning side. So I'm just watching this unfold and like trying to get other people to see that's, that's pretty solid. I mean, if you think about it, once, once we are in the presence of Jesus and we're in the new heaven and we're in the new earth, like he's going to be like, yeah, this is how, this is how it really went down. And we're going to be blown away. If, if there's like no, if there's no like spoiler reveal, when I get to heaven, I'm going to be so mad. I need him to tell me everything. <laughs> it's just going to be a giant cliffhanger. Yeah, he's just going to be like, well, hey, man, you'll never know. <laughs> You're in heaven I erased now. that DVD. Much, yeah. much, no. much like there's no explanation for Snoke. It just was, and now it's gone. Like <laughs> That's very, dang it, dude. Don't you Snoke me, Jesus, please. Please. Hashtag don't you Snoke me, Jesus. Hashtag don't you Snoke me. Well, and and it's like, and because I, I truly do believe these things, it it is like I'm a part of uh, like this real life. Like, there's the whole Bible tells the story of this this earthly battle, but this huge cosmic narrative struggle battle that is like happening and happened, and like we play a role in it. And it's just freaking cool. That that is pretty cool. I like what you said. We don't like, yeah, all this stuff could exist or couldn't exist. One or the other, no matter how it plays out, Jesus wins. And it's not something yeah. to be, to fear monger over. No, like that's, that's, Jed's that's not going like to wear a tinfoil he, hat. No, dude. He's, absolutely. well, he's going to, he's going to, yeah. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> no, it's aluminum, you guys. Okay? <laughs> tinfoil is actually a, a trick by the CIA. Tinfoil is actually uh, less reflective than... <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> we should make one that's got Bible verses in it. I feel, yes, I feel that like that's... Aluminum appropriate. foil phylacteries, absolutely. So, yeah. yeah, aluminum foil phylacteries. That's, that's a company <laughs> name. Uh, <laughs> Patented, copyright, boom. Uh, so... Where do you think each of us lands on a scale of one to crazy? I'm somewhere in the middle because I, I, I'm not, I don't believe every conspiracy theory, but I do think that like in a broad, vague, general thing, like I think it's safe to put this into like the demon category. And like, it also makes me feel better. Like, oh, those ancient people weren't as smart as my teacher told me they were. Like they probably did have help from demons and Nephilim. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I say I'm I'm somewhere in the in the middle toward the top because I can at least I at least have the wherewithal to say like yeah sure I could be wrong yeah like, sure yeah I think that's where I land a lot of the plays I would still say I I have trouble at this point I am full on uh, Book of Enoch explanation pre flood Nephilim it's it's the post flood Nephilim stuff where I'm yeah. still well, the, I'm still the struggling post-flood. even though I even though there's there's there are plenty of I mean if you Google 
giants in the Old Testament, you're going to see them post-flood yeah. all over the place. Raphaim and Anakim. Yes. Or if, if you want to throw Og in there, King Og, who, yeah. I don't know if he was a giant. He may have just had a gigantic Austin Powers bed. Like Also, and, and if you want the... the <laughs> now if I, you want the... The if you want an extra biblical, if you want to look up the uh, the Babylonian version of the story, look up the story of the Apkulu. Apkulu. Yep, and they they tell the Nephilim story, except in their story, the angels uh, were the saviors of mankind, and so that's partly why the Genesis the Genesis and Enochian writers wrote theirs to say, look, you got the story right. But they are not the saviors. Like yeah, this Jesus is, like, is. Jesus is like you got it right, but they just tricked you. Yeah. So it's it's super interesting. Gosh. There's a lot to it. That, I think that's what really makes me the 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 maddest is when people are just they just immediately just like dumb. It's like no, dude. There is a so much. There's enough information. There's enough there's, info out there to at least make some kind of. Yes, stab absolutely. at it for sure. Here's the thing, yes. like I think about like you know how you know how creative like you th- you look at the art of all these ancient cultures and I wonder if they weren't as creative as we give them credit for but they were actually just painting what they were seeing. Like you think about all the different Egyptian gods that have like their part the lower half is man but then they have like the head of a dog like Anubis or like they had the head of a falcon like Ra. Yeah. So like I wonder if they it definitely begged some questions. Yeah, that's that's pretty interesting. I I don't I still think I I think people I have no problem in ancient society saying people were just crazy brilliant. Like yeah, I like, what's to know, say that they're not just because they don't oh they, they don't have no. a calculator you know like oh no they are no and I think you know it's like if our society ended today like there would be no laptops left the only things that would survive would be like the Washington Monument. Yeah. Yeah, so, exactly. Like, what, what, you know what I'm saying? Would be what like, is, look at that giant phallus. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> they what worship is to the say how advanced <laughs> they were, dude. <laughs> yeah, no. Who who is to say how advanced they were? I think they were massive. That's why I really do. As flawed as it was, the Darren Aronofsky Noah movie, I liked how they they were like advanced, but just in a way different technology, like with the the minerals and stuff they yeah. used for like food and fire. Like that's a good way of envisioning it. It's like they were genius in different ways. Yeah, I, I did enjoy that movie too. By the way, a lot of people, a lot of people cool. hated it. I thought, oh, no, nah, it was dope. I, I might go watch good. it again. I mean, right I, I, I knew it wasn't going to be biblical. Obviously, I just didn't like. It. I didn't like it. My bad. Yeah, I'm sorry, Suri. Whatever, Alex. I just Suri. I'll watch Mrs. Doubtfire over and over again <laughs> over that movie. <laughs> was a drive-by fruiting. <laughs> <laughs> Which. That's great. Uh, uh, all right, all right, fellas. Yeah. Yeah. No, real quick. What's coming up for Church and Other Drugs? What's 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 on what's, the horizon? Uh, uh, well, we got um some good live episodes coming up. Nice. Um, we're gonna be uh we're gonna do some live streaming. We're gonna try to work on that. Um, yeah, man. We're trying to do more stuff with our Patreon. So yeah, just come check us out, man. Churchandotherdrugs.com and find us on iTunes and Spotify and all that good stuff. Awesome, man. Awesome. Jed, thanks for hanging out with us and this has been fun being a little real. crazy. We're going to have to do yeah, this again. Dude, for sure, man. Anytime, fellas. All right. All right see you, buddy.
Jed Payne, everybody. <laughs> that was amazing. Uh, and all you Nephilim out there, f*** you. Oh. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> uh, do you think they were listening, the Nephilim? Oh, they're always listening. Oh. Because it's the CIA. Nephil- Be honest. Nephilim run the Be CIA. Honest. <laughs> <laughs> they're always listening. Is Trump a Nephilim? Uh, all of the politicians are Nephilim. Yeah. That's why you and I should run for office because you, I know you're not a Nephilim. I know you're not. So there we go. We should run for office. Yeah. Boom. So, I mean, <laughs> you, you said it a minute ago. Anybody who's struggling with their faith. Yeah. <laughs> here's something else. Here's something else to uh, lead you further away, possibly. Because <laughs> it's, it's so out there, dude. And like, I get that. Yeah. And you get, I feel Jed gets that. Like, we know this stuff is out there. Um, we put ourselves on a scale of one to crazy. We're in the middle. We're in, yeah. Because deep down inside, even though like this is like interesting to study, it's so much more interesting to me to study like who our God is and his personality and just, it, I always go back to those things. I may, I may take a, 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 take a week or so to like, oh, I kind of want to get into this conspiracy theory a little bit, but there's, but I always come back to like, who is the God that I worship? And I, yeah. I, I always come back to that and find that way more fascinating. So, so if anybody out there is is into conspiracies or ancient aliens or any of that stuff, I'm I'm sure uh, if you're not, you're not going to give it the time of day along with this podcast. But if you are into that stuff and you look at the Book of Enoch, whether it was inspired scripture or not, and I'm going to say no, it's not. Nope. Um, I'm right there with you, buddy. It's not in the canon. There's a reason it didn't make it in there. It's not the in the past, canon, so get out! The past 2,000 years. I don't even think it's in the Catholic Bible, because the Catholic the apocry- Bible... The, apo- well, the Catholic Bible includes the apoph- apocryphal books. No, it includes a couple of them. There are hundreds. Well, yeah, there's a, there's there's, a couple. There's hundreds of them. It, there's a bunch of Gospels, too, that never made it, but yeah, like, you read some Revelations. of them... It's weird. Yeah, and there's a website. I forget the name of it. It has them all. Like, you can go and, and read them. And some of them are full books. Some of them are partial letters. Some of them, uh, you know, this is all that we have from it. And it's a handful of sentences. Um, but, yeah, I don't even think the Book of Enoch is in Hi, the Jason and Catholic. Alex Legos. <laughs> yeah. That's what they say. <laughs> yeah, pretty much all of them. Yeah. <laughs> it's the last <laughs> verse in each book. And we didn't add it. Nope. Weirdly, weirdly enough. Um <laughs> no dude that was that was a ton of fun yeah i, I appreciate jed coming on and the fact he had, he had his notebook he was ready he's oh like, yeah he just got all these notes and you could i could just tell him like oh uh, i am in for a treat yeah so jed thank you so much for yeah, coming thanks, on man. and if you guys have never checked out church and other drugs they have a lot of really great episodes you have to check out church and other drugs it's a it's a good time it's fun and it's just it's a hoot nanny. Yeah, there, <laughs> there's so much to be learned from those guys. Just, just crazy good stuff. You know what else we can learn a lot from, Jason? What's that, Alex? Our feedback. Oh, we have a lot. Yeah. So we were on a break for a little bit. We and- were on a break. <laughs> when when you and I take breaks, first of all, like I don't know how you are on our breaks, but my phone's dead to podcasting. <laughs> when we're on a break, I don't look at nothing. Nope. I'm barely on Twitter. I'm barely on anything. Nope. I don't really respond to any... Because I'm on a break. Yeah. When I'm on a break, I'm playing Legos. Yeah. Hanging out Non-stop. with the family, yeah. doing stuff. Uh, I, I love you guys. I love podcasting. But when it's break time, it's break time. 
Yeah, and that we do that as a benefit for you. So when we come back from the break, we are fresh. Yes. Like a fresh breeze rolling in. But Jason, read some feedback. Yeah. Music. And Thank you. Yep, there we go. Um, Steve Mayall via SoundCloud. We don't get a whole lot of people talking to us via SoundCloud, but he left a comment on episode six. You remember what episode six was? Prison ministry. The prison ministry. And he says, thanks for the great episode. And that is a fantastic episode. And I, I listen. I think I've listened to that one the most out of all. Our, yeah, that's our, your favorite. You, well, favorite. you've said that over and over again. And if you haven't uh, listened to it, go listen to it and uh, catch some of the wisdom of one of our guests. His name is Doc. Um, and we call him Doc because of all the doctorates he holds. He's just just crazy, intelligent counselor. Great ping pong player. Pastor, amazing. Oh my gosh, amazing ping pong player. He um, um, He's coming back on our show in a couple weeks. I'm excited to have him on. Yes, absolutely. Um, Phil Pisecki, another oh, former Phil. guest. Phil. Phil. love Phil. This one was via text message, but I'm including it. <laughs> what did he say? He texted both of us um, while I was... Uh, seeing Star Wars he said thanks for uh, oops sorry he said consumerism episode was great guys not gonna lie the guitar story had me tearing up a bit (laughs) (laughs) oh Phil Phil yeah love you buddy so we did this crazy thing right before the break yes we had a Facebook live episode yeah dude that was fun which looking at the numbers man the numbers for that thing are pretty good not that we're numbers oriented no but at a least 10,000 people watched it. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of you watched it. Yep. 10,000, 15,000 of you. Um, so some feedback from that. Um, first of all, I posted a bunch of pictures of us setting up, you in your Santa suit and getting the camera ready. And Bros, Bibles, and Beer said, uh, looks like our studio setup is similar to yours, where we had the little Lego Santa <laughs> holding your phone. Uh, very professional. Uh you work with what you got. Very professional studio we had going. Yeah, I believe it was propped up on a stack of uh, commentaries or other. Yep. That was fun. Other books, <laughs> yeah. Um, Eggley, good friend of Jess and I. Um, she says, Santa's laugh is killing me. Oh. <laughs> 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 Yeah, for those of you who have not watched the show yet, first of all, go to go, go to our Facebook page. I got it pinned right at the top. Um, Alex is dressed as Santa. Uh, we had a we had a great time. Um, Kathy Morris, yep, small town pastor. She says love the dog because Faye was also in our video. Um, Christopher, her yeah. friend of yours, yes, good friend of mine. I play in a band with him. Also, a former guest. Yep. He said, hey, I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning my living room. <laughs> yeah. Um, or was it Santa's workshop? Ooh. Uh, it was Alex's living room. Yep, definitely. Uh, and Carrie Jellick. I love this. Jason, did you intentionally wear tons of layers so you could progressively strip during the show? Hilarious that you take off another shirt as Alex is talking about nudity in movies. <laughs> I didn't even catch that. And then... <laughs> And then at the 41.55 mark, she goes, seriously, why do you keep taking off clothes? <laughs> so if you watch the video, I somebody's going to have to count them. I don't know how many wardrobe changes I did. But you did a few. Like, you came over to my house and you just had a bag of clothes. I'm like, what the heck is this? And all of a sudden, you just start putting them on. Yeah. There's different layers. 
I felt like Joey from Friends. <laughs> when he, he wears wearing... everything that Chandler owns. <laughs> do some lunges. I'm gonna do some lunges, and I'm not wearing any underwear. <laughs> yeah, I showed up to the. I sh- I'm not wearing. <laughs> I showed up to the show, and I goes, hey, Alex, I'm gonna change my clothes a lot. Don't say a word. <laughs> and I can do that. You, you, I can do that. You held it pretty good. Um, oh, we also on that show we answered questions, and we got one. Um, that just wasn't in time, so we didn't answer it on the show, so I want to answer it now. Absolutely. Um, this was on Instagram's question from Elizabeth Jaslin. I hope I said that right. She asked, what advice would you give to, and I don't know how to say this because it looks like initials maybe, but Amgards. Yeah, Amgards, whoever that is. Um, I don't know who that and is. I about starting our own podcast. We love listening to you all and have inspired us to think about starting our own. First of all, that's awesome. But Alex, what advice? What advice would you give for somebody looking to start their podcast? Uh, first of all, have a clear vision, and then second of all, because this is a big pet peeve of mine, buy recording equipment, the best recording equipment that you could find that fits your budget. Yeah. Because if you just buy the cheapest stuff. I can tell you right now, I there are there have been audiobooks and podcasts that people have suggested to me, and I know I'm going to be interested in it. I know I'm going to enjoy it, but because of the recording quality being so poor, I cannot listen yeah. to it. And I know, and I know that sounds really superficial. And we've had some episodes where our recording quality, like we had, you know, a mess up in our equipment and it didn't sound that good. And I apologize to everybody, but seriously, if you have poor recording quality people are going to shut you off speaking of recording are, are both channels going right now yes they okay. are <laughs> <laughs> just just a double check um yeah my advice would be to find somebody locally who's podcasting yeah the first thing alex you and i did we sat down with somebody else who ran a podcast oh, that's you right. remember that I, that was met him at a diner and i mean this is way back this is almost two years ago it'll be two years this summer and asked them, what did you do? What did you learn? You know, what's going on? And if you want to send us an email, I'll be happy to ask, answer anything. Podcasting is a blast. Speaking of mon- you know, monumental occasions, this is this this January marks one year recording in this basement. That's crazy. It does. One full year of recording in this basement. That's awesome. Boom. And we can officially say we've been podcasting since 2016. We have been. And the mold in my lungs from the moldy places I've recorded is just continued to multiply. (laughs) What else, Jason? Anything else? Yeah. um, We got um, a little bit of trolling going on, Alex. Nice. Good. Um, That's always good. So, uh, dang it. You know what? I mentioned this during our episode with Jed. Next week, um, Lord willing, technology willing, we are having a newer podcast which i absolutely love and have listened to every episode some of them twice that one time i was abducted by aliens these girls are freaking hilarious and i cannot wait to have them on our show but they had an episode on the mandela effect you know what the mandela effect is is that where like you hear it you hear something enough times and you think it's true but it's but it's not necessarily true yeah, basically, in a really generalized. Basically, there's a lot of little things, especially in pop culture, that are remembered by a ton of people a certain way, but actually weren't that way. And so, um, there's one. In, there's a bunch in Star Wars, like 
yeah, there when, are. When a bunch Darth of Vader says like Luke, I am your father, he d- he doesn't say it exactly like no, that. No, he doesn't. Are like uh, Snow White, mirror, mirror on the wall. Yeah, she doesn't say it that way. What'd she say? She says magic mirror. Oh, but tons of people remember it being on the wall. Pe- tons of people remember it being mirror, mirror. So there's tons of them. So one of those is Berenstein or Berenstain. Oh, Which yeah. one is it? Because a lot of people remember it being the Berenstein Bears. But it's not. It's Berenstain. And I was talking about this at a family Christmas, and my brother-in-law took a picture of a VHS tape where on the VHS it said Berenstain, and on the cover sleeve it said Berenstain. And I posted that on Twitter and Instagram uh, and saying, Internet, you've been fixed. Like, <laughs> here is... We figured it out. Your reason to everything. And the, the tweet went viral, Alex. Nice. Yeah. Completely, I mean, 11 retweets and 33 likes. Nice. That's viral for us. It certainly, viral. certainly is. And then somebody trolled us. Nice. Yeah, um, Grimsick, at Grimsick on Twitter, he, a day after Christmas, no less, said, hate to be that guy, but there's much worse Mandela effects that we should be focusing on. The Bible has been changed a lot. You obviously don't know this show, bro. <laughs> I didn't say, I don't think I said anything because it was the day after Christmas and I was building Legos. What's, what's that guy's name? At Grimsick. At Grimsick. G-R-I-M-S-I-K-K. Sit down, have yourself a candy cane and just chill out. <laughs> okay? This is our show. We joke around because guess what? We have kids, we have wives, and sometimes we just need a, a, a time yeah, and a place to get let off some steam yep. and laugh. Boom. That's yep. what our show is. So that that's the end of feedback for today, Alex. Awesome. Uh, so I don't need to mention, but we could mention okay. our social medias. We already said about our Facebook. We had a Facebook Live episode. Go check that out. We're on the Instagram. Jason's just posting all these pictures of conspiracy theories and Berenstein, Berenstein, Whatever those those cute little bears, you know, they're yeah. always on those adventures. Lovable little creatures. And then Twitter, obviously, we're we're all over the Twitter doing different tweets. And Visit things. us online, www.notyourpastorspodcast.com. Send in your pulpit yes. submissions. So we do a thing called Not Your Pastor's Pulpit. Go on our website. You can figure it out from there. We need some more. We're going to start those up here pretty soon. Yep, in a couple of weeks. So go to those. But Jason, most importantly, I know the Red Wings aren't going to make it into the playoffs. Not I just, a I just know, not a chance. But at least for three games this past week, they did something right. Yeah. What did they do right, Jason? They kept their stick on the ice. Have a good one, everybody. <laughs>